You are listening to The Sun on the Strip. I'm Brock Radke, entertainment writer for the Las Vegas Sun, and every Wednesday, I'll have an exclusive conversation with someone who is being fabulous on the Las Vegas Strip, as well as an update on what's going on in the world of entertainment here in Vegas. Thanks for listening. What a huge holiday weekend on the Las Vegas Strip. We're just coming off the first concert at Allegiant Stadium, the comeback of the first big residency show with Bruno Mars at Park MGM, and the grand opening celebration at Resorts World featuring a concert from Miley Cyrus on the 4th of July. It was packed. Everything was packed. It definitely felt like pre-pandemic Vegas, maybe even a little bit bigger. And now we've got another huge weekend coming up with more shows from Bruno, another weekend of comedy with Dave Chappelle at MGM Grand. This time he's performing with Joe Rogan, as well as Justin Bieber playing a one-off concert at Wynn, Dwight Yoakam at Mandalay Bay Beach, UFC taking over T-Mobile Arena Saturday night, and of course, Garth Brooks at the stadium. I'm going to be in attendance for that one, and it'll be my first time inside Allegiant Stadium. I'm pretty excited. You will be able to read all of my coverage at LasVegasSun.com, so please stay tuned. Before this weekend arrives, Chris Angel is reopening his show Mind Freak at the Planet Hollywood Resort. That's tonight, Wednesday, July 7th. This is another one of the biggest show comebacks so far in Vegas. Last week, we had two Cirque du Soleil reopenings with Mystere at Treasure Island and O at Bellagio. And Chris Angel is another really recognizable name in a huge theater doing a very popular illusion-based production. Now, remember, he's collaborating with Franco Dragon, the former Cirque director and creator, for a new project likely coming to Planet Hollywood later this year. And Dragon reportedly spent some time checking out Angel's show and theater and maybe offered some pointers and opinions along the way. So I'd expect all the big tricks and stunts Chris Angel is known for maybe uh, uh, with a few new moments and experiences. It's going to be exciting. Opium at the Cosmopolitan has announced it will reopen on September 24th. Uh, Just announced this week, this will be the last of the three Spiegel World productions to get back to the stage. Absent the Caesars Palace and Atomic Saloon Show at Palazzo have been going strong for a while now. The Opium Theater is connected to the former Rose Rabbit Lie Supper Club space at the Cosmo. And Spiegel World has taken control of that space and is planning a new restaurant venue. But it is unclear at this time if that will be open in September along with the show. I'm digging into that and will keep you posted. Don't forget, you can stay on top of all Vegas showbiz news by reading my Curtain Up column every Thursday at LasVegasSun.com. And in non-show news, Caesars Palace is about to undergo renovation to its main entrance. The legendary Center Strip Resort will start this project in the coming weeks and is hoping to have it finished by New Year's Eve. It's going to rebuild the entire main entrance, creating this huge domed ceiling over a new 15-foot statue of Caesar. And the adjacent gaming areas and lobby bar will be renovated as well. Are you ready for another magical conversation on the sun on the strip. This week I have something special because I've been recording my interviews with Las Vegas entertainers for this show over the phone or on Zoom for more than a year now. This time I'm actually in person backstage in the dressing room with a very unique performer who just reopened an all new show at the Strat. Xavier Mortimer is the only person to perform in a Cirque du Soleil production, Michael Jackson 1 and then go on to headline his own solo show on the Strip. 
He started out at Planet Hollywood about five years ago, moved over to Bally's, and when it came time to reopen the show this month, he had found a new home at the Strat Theater, which at 600 seats is the biggest venue for his solo show so far. Xavier is from the south of France, and he has this whimsical musical style that is really unlike any other magic show in Vegas these days. He's going to talk about that, as well as what he did during the shutdown when his social media following absolutely exploded thanks to some truly amazing magic videos he was posting quite regularly. Go find him on YouTube and Instagram and all those places, and you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. It's a lot of fun. For now, here's my conversation from last week, just a couple of days before he reopened his show with Xavier Mortimer. When did you know that you needed to find a new spot? Was that a pretty sudden change no, over we, from season? We always, no, 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 no. We, we always wanted to make the show grow, and I, um, I had things that I couldn't perform in a smaller room. But you know, you have to start small, and you have to make your way. You have to uh, make the audience and everyone knows you in, in Las Vegas, and uh, we've been doing that for four or five years. The pandemic hit, and we closed, and I also got a lot of um, uh, hits on social media, Mm -hmm. which made us think, oh, that might be the momentum that we were waiting for to see if this audience that is following me now on social media is going to help us build something bigger. Uh, um, I believe it's not just social media or just growing the show. It's both at the same time. It's going to be like, you know, the reputation and people knowing you Mm -hmm. uh, that's going to help... um, bring more audience to the room so we can afford to perform a bigger room. Let's see how this goes. Uh, and we adapt also the show because you can't perform little stuff in a big room like that. You have to be bigger. We have to, we brought a lot of new, new elements. Yeah. Yeah. I know it was great to be at Bally's right in the yeah. center of the strip, but this property. Yeah iconic you know you can't miss it if you tell someone you've got a show here everybody knows where it is everybody knows that is true yeah that is true we're at the far uh, end of the strip and I uh, I believe it's uh, I believe it's gonna be fine there's a lot of people in the hotel there's a uh, Resorts World that's just opened next door mm-hmm. uh, it's becoming kind of a, a spot you know that is less far as uh, it was um yeah, we, we'll see. Again, it's it's all... You never know, you know. It, even at Planet Hollywood, when we opened at Planet Hollywood, I truly, I said to my employees, I said, guys, just, like, this is going to be three months, or, I mean, this is... You never know what's going to happen, so... Maybe in three months, we're going to be out, so maybe we're going to be out tomorrow, in a week, in three months, or maybe we're going to stay there ten years, and the goal is to stay there ten years. <laughs> Not only are you moving into this awesome room at this great property, but yeah. you're working with Spy Entertainment, which has yeah. got such a great track record of doing all kinds of different shows on the Strip. How's that collaboration been so far? It's uh, <coughs> it's amazing that they uh, they jumped on the they offered us. I mean, they offered us to to do something with them. We were uh, Alex and I. Um, Alex mostly was producing the show and making sure that the tickets were selling and I was making my promotion on my end by putting magic out there going to see the people in the streets go see the brokers and uh, and now we have this extra <laughs> extra strength behind us and I'm, I'm 
I'm really looking forward to work with them. Yeah. Yeah. You mentioned the social media stuff already, and you know, I know a lot of entertainers and magicians uh, posted a lot of different kinds of content online. What you did was like next level. Yeah. Your the 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 views that you got on your videos and obviously like the production and the time that you put yeah, into those videos was, was yeah. really huge investment really intense yes. right yeah 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 was that and, and you had been working on that stuff before the pandemic too you've been building up that yeah part of your profile a bit i believe social media is uh, is the next step for uh, everything that is reality and us magicians performers who belong to reality i mean non-scripted shows um the way to put magic out there because a lot of people see those videos and they're like, oh, what's happening on social media? I was, uh, oh, I saw that on Facebook. Look at that video, it's viral. And that's the way to do it. I started on TikTok, uh, went pretty well with me and I uh, met uh, Rick Lax, who, uh, who's uh, an influencer on social media. And he said, Xavier, you, you need to do longer videos now. Like, now, do you want to work with me? And I was like, yeah, sure. And we produced a bunch of videos together. He helped me a lot on this. And suddenly I started to, so the big, the big switch was um, I did something that no one has intended before. I produced a grand illusion for a three minute video. And no magician would ever do that because you're like, <laughs> I'm going to spend $5,000 for a three minute video on right. Facebook that maybe a hundred people are going to see. No. And I did it because I felt that I could have a view and also uh, views and, and also I was like you know I've been building that so maybe this is the moment where I should invest a little bit in my videos and make it like more produced and, and do something that I like because I had this idea that was the, the, the thing where I was on the wall and with the boxes mm -hmm. and um, and I go and I see Ayala who's uh, Joaquin Ayala who's uh, building for me he had the show on the strip a long time ago and um, I tell him, let's, uh, let's build this illusion. And he's like, yeah, yeah, it's going to be a lot of money, you know. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, for a Facebook video, you sure? <laughs> and I was like, let's do it, you know. Even if I lose money, um, I just want to do a trick out there. But I post the video, and, and, I, and the next day, I go see Joaquin and say, do you know how many views we have on that video? No, I don't know. One million? No, no. Two million? No, no. A hundred million. I was like, what? And that video is probably the most viewed video of all time. It, it, it hit like almost 400 million views. Oh. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and everyone saw it. Like the, there's people around and say, oh yeah, the box, I remember that video. And, um, and that moment I was like, oh, so you stumbled on something, you like, so producing, and I made my money back. And I was like, if I made my money back, let's keep moving and let's keep doing it. And we produced the jump rope and the car and the, uh, all these things that were viral when I went on the pole. And, and every time like I hit 100 million views on all those videos and it adds up and got like five, yeah, five billion views or something. And you're like, you, you look at behind, you're like, wow. And I believe it's, um, there's luck involved because... I, I was lucky to stumble on that, but there's also, let's do something that no one has tried before, and we're taking, a, I'm taking a risk of $5,000 throwing into the window, and maybe no one's going to watch my video, but you know, crazy, and now we found something, and 
and I want to keep doing that because I believe I can produce. I always wanted to have uh, a show on TV or like mm-hmm. being. A, the show is great here. I love performing. I'm a performer at heart. This is what I've been doing since I'm a kid. But I like the uh, creative aspect. When I do those videos, I go, I dive into the video for um, like a week or two or maybe a month. And there's so much creativity and, oh, we're going to do this and this. And then the video is done. And, okay, next. And I like this creative process of like, let's create more magic. Let's put out more magic out there. And, okay, this one's done. Okay, next. (laughs) Well, it's easy to see why those videos have caught on so quickly you know that people are seeing them and like showing them to all their friends and stuff yes. because they have a they look there's a there's a sense of reality to them there's not yes. a lot of crazy special effects you're you're no. in a backyard or you're in a park with the the thing with the bicycle where you're in half yeah. basically that was people were showing me that one like have you heard of this guy I'm like <laughs> yeah definitely I know about this guy but they're they're all just you know it seems like something you could see walking down the street you could accidentally yeah. stumble upon this activity yeah. happening so I yeah, think that's that the look goal. is really yeah. appealing yeah that's the goal that's, um, that's why I said reality because when you start to put all these and it's like you know I compare that uh, to uh, the beginning of EDM when EDM was starting I, I have songs and I listen to songs and you just cut the song with no ending I was like, why do you guys do that? I was like, because it looks raw, you know? It looks like we're in a warehouse, like, doing things with the computers and look at this song, this beat. And and that's the same thing. And that's what people want. They want raw things. Like, look at this guy. He's walking on the pole. He's, he's uh, cutting himself in half in the park. And um, But the reality is that if you see... There's there's a lot into it. Like it's dense. It's it's very it's like to the the inch. We've been filming those videos maybe three or five times, maybe some some of them ten times before we find the right angle, the, the right way to do it. And it's a, almost a dance with the I, I rehearse with the camera. Like okay, so now you go here and then you go here, and not just for the magic, but also. Uh, to tell the story, you know, I have point A and point, and I want to go to point B and. And if the camera is not exactly here, you won't see that they're cutting me with this exact thing that I want to show. Right. Uh, it's not just an anger, it's also uh, a lot of storytelling. I, I, I tell story when I do those videos, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's like more, <laughs> there's an illusion, but it's really about the story. Yeah, it's the story of a guy who's going to grab his shoes on a light pole. <laughs> that's, that's this, and, and that's what I don't want to, that's, that's the magician I want to be. Mm-hmm. Um, I love like uh, those stories like uh, Harry Potter, the, the Little Prince. All these you know things that are magical, but the, but I also want to be in the reality and and have this character and like look at this guy. He he he's just in, it's not like hey look I'm the magician I'm gonna fool you because I'm stronger than you or something like that. I I like to share that uh, how you say almost childish uh, little. Uh, a moment where we're just having fun and look at this guy and even when I'm cut in half it's always fun because it's it shouldn't be like it shouldn't be not fun you, yeah, <laughs> you see right. I don't want this whole blood and thing we're just <laughs> right. having fun you know we're, that's that's my uh, yeah. take on it yeah now you're going to be I think I read that you're going to be using some of those uh, yeah. Illusions from these videos that you've made on stage here. Yeah, how's that going to go? Because I know this is a very different uh, thing when you're creating yes. something 
for a video versus yes. live performance. Yes. So what's that like? So you have to adapt. Um, there's uh, two illusions that we're going to use. Uh, the cart, the one where I was playing on the cart in Walmart. I don't know if you've seen this one. And the one with the boxes. Mm -hmm. And we thought, because the director, Alex uh, Good, um, he said, uh, I want you to put your illusions. I'm going to find your room. Uh, I'm working on it, but put your illusions on, on thing. I'm like, you know, I said the same as the way we set up and also on stage you have a different take because like you said it has to be casual when like when I film my video I almost want someone I, I'm, I, sometimes I start the video laughing just to say and say action and I laugh just to say we're, we're friends here we're just playing you know and that's the way to like put the mood on stage it's a very different feeling you have to start telling something different you have an audience in front of you so the whole step to it is very different so what we've done is we've been uh, working on how can we put that on stage how can we adapt it to have the same magical feeling but like we, we put it on stage and we found that for two of the illusions there's uh, there's also illusions actually the jump rope is um is, has been in the videos but the jumper went from stage to video mm -hmm. while the boxes went to video from to stage so we're trying to kind of play around you know see what we can do um, there's uh, uh, th th there's a plan to, to do some of the stunts like uh, I did a, a stunt I was um, doing a handstand on a car uh, with one finger I'm trying to plan that stunt to do it somewhere here uh, maybe at the strat or maybe on a, on a car that goes down the strip with a, the name of the show or something you know things like that yeah you so I I have to say I learned a lot during that pandemic and I was blessing almost uh, in these guys uh, to have this free time, which uh, which upset me at the beginning. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> I was like, ah, what what I will in my life, you know? Like everyone, I mean, it's, it's sad for a lot of people who lost their jobs and. But we just we just kept being positive and try to find the best way to to make it work, you know. And as there's a bit of luck and there's also a bit of like I think I really love magic. I, I love learning new people, and I was like, I can't just stop. <laughs> I'll find a way. Don't worry. <laughs> Obviously, there are some shows, smaller shows, uh, in Las Vegas that have were able to reopen earlier yeah. and, and stay open and fight through the crazy restrictions and stuff like that. Yeah. You are opening this week. You are part of really the first big wave of yes. big Vegas shows to come yes. back. I just went to the first showing of Mystere last yes. night, which was incredible. Cirque du Soleil, of course, is what brought yeah. you to Las Vegas. Yeah. Well, how does it feel to be part of this huge movement of not only bringing shows back to Vegas, but like welcoming people back to Las Vegas again with these pieces of entertainment that they have come to expect yeah, and love all uh, this time. Yeah, I, I, it's it's. Uh, I'm excited. <laughs> I'm just excited. It's uh, it's been uh, it's been a tough time, and everyone stayed at home, and now I I feel everyone's gonna be is already. Uh, Excited to go see live performances. I, uh, I, uh, I, I love doing those videos and stuff. But I think being live with an audience, like 
gathering people together, making people smile, like here, is um, is something that I was missing. Yeah. <laughs> That's going to do it for this week's episode of The Sun on the Strip. Uh, Thanks for listening. Special thanks to Xavier Mortimer uh, for chatting with me. Go see his show, The Dream Maker, at the Strat Theater right now. It's playing at 6 p.m. every night except Tuesdays. If you want to find past episodes of this show, just go to lasvegasun.com slash podcasts. And you can also listen and subscribe to The Sun on the Strip at Apple Podcasts. Thanks again for listening. See you next week. 